Listen, Puma, right off the bat, like, I think I'm leaning towards the Buffalo Bills to win this game, mostly just because, obviously, you know, you know my hate for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and I just want somebody to dethrone them. So I, I think this is a game that is just massive for the Bills. Like, if the Chiefs lose this game, it's not that big of an issue. But if the Bills lose this game, I think it's more damaging for them psychologically because they need this game. They got to have the upper hand in the tiebreaker and the home field advantage in the playoffs because I've been harping on this for weeks now you've got to somehow have kansas city come up to buffalo you can't go out to kansas city in the playoffs that's how you lose those games with 13 seconds left so josh allen can, must have a big game he can take the mvp lead here and the kansas city chiefs themselves as as great as have they as they've been i think they've got a serious flaw here and the fact that Nobody's been able to stop Travis Kelsey. I get that. He's, he's great. But I'm convinced if you stop Travis Kelsey, you stop the Chiefs. The Colts did a good job of limiting his, basically bracketing him, double-teaming him, limiting him to making sure he doesn't go off. And whenever you do that, the Chiefs are very vulnerable. So if you are playing that defense the Raiders played last night, just letting this dude run wild, get four touchdowns on seven receptions and 25 yards, yeah, you're going to be in for a long night. But I'm, I'm convinced that offense still... Is gonna miss Travis Kelsey once you take uh, once you take uh, I'm sorry it's gonna miss uh, Tyree Kill once you take Travis Kelsey out of the mix. Oh, for sure, and you know I co-signed that. I'm I'm with you on this one. I, I got the Bills winning this game. Um, this line has been going back and forth between Bills minus two and a half to Bills minus three, and again the Chiefs are at home. So betting purposes wise, I grabbed the Chiefs at three. I think this is gonna be a close game. Um, but I do have the Bills winning outright. And Jay, I mean, we I've been saying this since you know the we started the the podcast this season. Like this is like the Bills revenge tour. Like mm-hmm. they have taken names this season. And I you know, it, like you said, it's a psychological type of deal. You know, you have to exercise the demons, you have to move beyond what happened last year with 13 seconds left. You have to beat the Chiefs at home. You know, to quote Hulk Hogan, you can't be the man unless you beat the man. And, you know, nothing's going to matter how how they do the rest of the season because we all know the Bills are going to the playoffs mm-hmm. barring some catastrophic injury. But, you know, it's not going to matter if you have to travel to Kansas City to re, you know, to go back into the Lions den. You need to have this playoff game at home in Buffalo in the winter time. Uh, so they need to exercise, exercise the demons here. And this, this team, the Chiefs can be beat. And, and I know people are just going to say, oh, well, Devontae Adams only had four catches for like 175 yards. Okay, great. Yes, yes, he only had four catches. But he also could have had a shit ton more yardage if there wasn't a bunch of, you know, defensive passing interference calls. They were they were they were interfering with with uh, with Adams because they knew they couldn't keep up with that dude. So I think this is going to be a big game for Stephon Diggs. I think this is going to be a big game for Gabe Davis. Um, you know, Isaiah McKenzie, he didn't play last week against the Steelers uh, because he was in concussion protocol. Um, but you know, uh, Kair, uh, Khalil Shakir, I should say, he stepped up in uh, McKenzie's place. He had three catches uh, for 75 yards and, and a touchdown. So he can fill that slot receiver role if Isaiah McKenzie's not able to go. And the Chiefs, I know this was towards the end of the game. They really didn't talk about it a whole lot. But, you know, MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantlin, he, he had a couple of crucial drops yesterday. And he kind of found mm-hmm. his way out of the good graces of Patrick Mahomes in that offense. And they were just giving the ball to Mecole Hardman a lot. 
but he kind of came up lame at one point in the fourth quarter with what looked like a heel injury of some sort. I mean, he was still in the game. He missed a drive, uh, I believe, but he still didn't have that same burst. Maybe that's something that's going to be nagging him. And again, like if you take Travis Kelsey out of this, you're down to Sky Moore, the, the rookie wide receiver that they drafted, who I think has a bunch of potential. MVS and then Juju Smith-Schuster, who's kind of underperformed since he's got he's gotten into mm-hmm. Kansas City, and now you're down to all right, um, Clyde Edwards-Helaire. All right, we know what he is, and then you know Jarek McKinnon. I think if this is if they fall behind like they did last night, you're going to see a heavy Jarek McKinnon game. The the pass catching running back who's got some pop. I mean, he wasn't a slouch when he was with Minnesota, and he got a big contract when he went to San Francisco before you know he blew his knee out. He just wasn't able to get any traction up there. But I got the Bills winning here, but they're going to have to take Kelsey out. They, you know, Mahomes is going to have to find someone else to to beat the Bills with. Spot on. And, like, obviously, Von Miller's going to have to have a big game. Last night, both, um, you know, Channel Jones and Mass Crosby were eating, basically getting after uh, Patrick Mahomes for the first half. But then second half, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was a schematic change on the protection from the Chiefs' sides, did the, the Raiders' defensive line run out of gas, but they were nowhere to be found, and you can't have that. Von Miller's got to put pressure on him for four quarters straight. Now, the other thing is, and, and this is something we talk about every week, and I don't know when it's going to be fixed. Maybe it won't be fixed, but... You cannot have Josh Allen be tied for rushing yards as well with Devin Singletary on and be like one of the the lead rushers for the team on a week to week basis. Like you're gonna obviously I get it, he's big, he's a big dude, he takes he takes a lot of punishment, but that's not sustainable in my opinion for winning games in the long run. And you've got to find some sort of rushing attack to complement the rest of that team. That, that team, staffed, top to bottom, Puma, is stacked, whether it's wide receivers, tight ends. I mean, obviously, Josh on the quarterback. Offensive line is playing well. Defense is playing well. But that rushing attack is still lacking, and that's going to be the Achilles heel if they don't fix that anytime soon. Well, you know, we, we didn't really touch on this off the top, but, you know, there's a, a certain team mm-hmm. that just fired a head coach uh, in Matt Rule, and that would be the Carolina Panthers. Let's go run and, CMC. And the Bills were one of the first teams to make a call about Christian McCaffrey. Now, I know Dave Tepper is trying to be the NFL version of uh, – of oh god the uh, of Ted Turner the former owner of the Atlanta Braves who was trying to win now and everything and I think at one point was the manager of the Atlanta Braves when he first bought the team but reality is going to have to set in with Dave Tepper you're not going to win with this roster PJ Walker is is not going to resurrect this team and have a playoff run the NFC South you might as well strip it down to the studs and get some draft picks especially since you've mortgaged draft picks the last three years in the draft and you don't have a third or fourth round pick for you know next season I believe why not flip Christian McCaffrey to get a haul of draft picks. It's not like you're going to have to eat a whole lot of his contract because he's not in a contract year. I think the cap hit is, I think it's like less than 20 million. I have to go back and look, but the cap hit is more palatable with Christian McCaffrey. If you were able to move off of him, could you imagine? So, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say you, you were, you were going right where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Imagine you drop Christian McCaffrey I know injury history and whatnot, but at least, you know, maybe we can get back into, you know, using CMC the way he was used when he was first drafted out of Stanford, which I believe 
uh, the offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, was on the Panthers staff at one point during CMC's ascendance. You get him in space. Mm-hmm. You get him in the passing game. And you can have him be the, the outlet to Josh Allen. And, you know, maybe Josh Allen won't be leading the team in rushing anymore. Singletary, James Cook, Zach Moss, Run CMC, Josh Allen, and that running attack, bro. Oh, imagine that coming at you with Gabe Davis mm-hmm. and Stephon Diggs deep. Oh, Super Bowl, call it. Super Bowl right now. Yep. I say, you know, go all in. I mean, we, we've seen what we've seen what the what the Rams did. Let I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen what the Rams have done since Les Snead has been a general manager. There, it's just you know, damn the torpedoes, like mortgage your draft capital. It's not going to nobody's going to care if you win a championship, right? Like if they if the Rams lost last year to Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, hindsight's always going to be twenty twenty. You're always going to have someone say something about draft picks, but. At this point, like you have a team built to win now, like you might as well go all in. Yeah, basically pull the last need F them picks. 